Well, it's been six highly anticipated years since the last album Dystopia dropped. How does this one fare? Hi people and hello my Chili Con Carnage crew, it is Chili from Liveless and Erased doing a 5 minute review episode on the Megadeth album The Sick, The Dying and The Dead. After all these years with lockdowns and a cancer scare, Dave has released his 16th studio album as Megadeth with this album's title harkening back to older ones, stylized in the same motif as So Far So Good So What, but is it merely a ruse or the real deal? Traditionally, Dave has, for most of the part, stayed true to his thrash and heavy metal roots, and this album is true to form. The opening track, a self-titled one, shows Dave's sense of humour sampling Monty Python's Holy Grail with the lines Bring out Before being eased into our first new Megadeth song without longtime bass player David Ellison, and in all honesty, it's not a bad way to start the album. It's atmospheric in parts and hard rock in others, with the messages of Dave being sung to us, and although this is a recounting of a previous plague, it's somewhat a refreshing way to draw parallels with a recent one, even if the message was unintended. It's good to hear this album bringing back a few thrashy pieces, and there are quite a few fine additions on offer. Tracks like Life in Hell, Night Stalkers, Soldier On, and We'll Be Back are good offerings. Now, Dave also has a knack for writing slower pieces, and Dogs of Chernobyl is one of them for the first half. I have a love-hate relationship with this song. It has a great build-up with interviews in Russian and Geiger counters going off in the background. The guitar work, though, is slow and somewhat laborious, especially with the guitar drone part. The second part definitely is the improvement showing frantically delivered lines with fast riffs being played while Dave sings about escaping this concrete enclosure which adds a level of tension from the story's perspective. It's a full-on song with no holds barred which must have been inspired by the TV series Chernobyl slightly. Another song I wanted to mention is the track Mission to Mars, which I first thought was addressing Elon Musk and his whole space program. The first part was really odd with what sounds like a wooden glockenspiel being played during the intro and Dave's I wanna, I wanna, wanna just sounding ridiculous. That was until the second those thunderous, beautiful drums started pounding out and I felt the G-Force hit me. This came out of nowhere because one second it's this... ...and the next second it's just this. It's fucking incredible and I love the song for it. Now, there is something I have to say, and before you dislike the video, hear me out. After Dave was diagnosed with throat cancer in 2019, many were worried, of course, about if he could overcome it, and if so, how it would affect the band. Now, Dave's voice has never been extremely powerful nor versatile for a heavy metal frontman. However, it has become a rather signature one. He has always used his guitar as his strength, 
and many would say he is one of the finest axemen from the 80s. This being said, there are quite a few tracks where he sounds very limited or stifled, such as on the songs Killing Time, Salubitante, and On Will Be Back. Whether this is from wear and tear, age, cancer, or all three, it is obvious his vocals have been affected over time. One thing that we can't deny is his flame for aggression inside of him is still as strong as ever. After the song, We'll Be Back, and I'm holding you to that one, Dave, is some interesting covers to close out the album, with Megadeth doing an okay job of Dead Kennedy's song, Police Truck. I mean, the original is the best, of course, and there is something odd about this song being played by a band that desires perfection, doing a cover of a song that feels roughly cut, and they couldn't really nail that reverb intro. but it's still a cool cover. When I heard the closing song, The World's On Fire, Place In Hell, I instantly knew that was a cover too, despite never hearing the original, and it was just in the guitar style and riffs. It wasn't Megadeth's style and sounded a bit outlandish to them. To my surprise, it was a cover of a song by Sammy Hager off his 1979 solo album, Street Machine. This one's not a bad version actually, more well suited to the band and the themes in this album. Overall, the album deserves a score of 6 million chilies on the spicy scale, with standout tracks being Night Stalker, Soldier On and Mission to Mars. No reason left for living, living. It's hard to say how this album stacks up on the scale of albums on offer. It's a fairly decent entry, but it does have a few songs that are a bit average but then some other songs that are purely insane. It's not an album to ignore and put on the back burner, but it's a showmanship of Megadeth saying, we're not stopping what we're doing, and good on them for pushing forward, despite all the obstacles. Here's the 40 years of Megadeth, and many, many more. Thank you for listening to this 5-minute review. My name is Chili. I hope you have a spicy day out there and do all the socials. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Live Listener Race. And if you have enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with all your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our Chili Con Carnage crew so you can get notified for all the future videos that we put out, as we put out videos every Friday. Also, we are on Discord, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter over at Live Listener Race, so make sure to tune in over there. And don't forget to like this video so that our manager can stay very happy.